God. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. This week, we are joined by me, Ginger Heat, the most important guest, of course, and of course, all the way from Scotland, the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Dees. How are you? I am absolutely smashing. One day, you're going to say that body from Kirkcaldy, right? And uh, like it's gonna be, what's what was the name of the boy from WCW who did like the? Uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> that boy, Bruce Buffer. I'm just Buffer. waiting. You're gonna be able to hold it for a full minute. Brad Buffer. Oh, I could. I'm a little worried about my voice for the rest of the episode and my neighbors. Oh. But you're right. Next week I will do a bigger one. I will do a better one. I will no longer disappoint you, Mr. Deves. That's very much appreciated. Thank you. And I got my, uh, my top on today as we've been talking about sports tops every episode. I am wearing Barcelona. I am wearing Messi in honor of his staying at the club. I was going to say signing, but it's not really a signing, is it? It's just like he's staying. <laughs> he said, I want to leave. They said no. He went, okay. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I want to leave. You're not allowed. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. So that, that laughter we're hearing right now is none other than the Wax Mamba. Ryan Wax, hello. How are you? And what are you drinking? I'm drinking water tonight. Uh, keeping what? it. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry. Sorry. No, no dolo. No dolo. Maybe next week. But you're looking really good. You're wearing a fancy yeah, I mean, shirt. Yeah, he's, he's, he is busy tonight. So got the skulls out. Busy tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's my well. It's first of all busy today. It's my first day back at work after a nice week and a half off. So it's a great day here in Canada. And to whip your whip skull, the out. skull out. Exactly, a skull print. <laughs> I actually bought a dress, well, button-down shirt and a T-shirt that I later realized were the exact same pattern. I did not notice this as I was purchasing them, but now I have two skull shirts to match my skull tattoo that I got on Saturday. Hey, there we go. This guy is full skulls. Are you <laughs> going more for like the punk rock skull, the, Are you... the heavy metal, or like the pirate? pirate? Nice. Are those the only options? <laughs> those are the only three. <laughs> skull Mamba. I guess. I don't know. Pirate. Wait. Pirate Paul Burchill. <laughs> all right well yeah that's uh, i don't know how to go from there <laughs> no that's fantastic we got to hear him last week i was listening to it and i gave him shit for it because he kind of spoke at the intro and then he didn't speak for 20 minutes because he's an enigma he's a riddle i'm playing batman right now a batman game on xbox well not at this exact moment but i've currently <laughs> started a new game and he reminds me so much of the regular Oh, the <laughs> uh, I think you got a bootleg game. Yeah. Not only are your shirts utter pish and bootleg, so are your games. Hi, you I'm the Wriggler. Got sh- fake street merch and that's fake the that's Riddler. the uh, that's the TNA version of of the Riddler. It's, yeah, it's going to yeah, the back don't. zone. Oh. I rig things. They hate Jason. How are you? Uh, last are you drinking? last are you week, smoking? last week I had a nice uh, freestyle for all y'all, and this week I got nothing. Don't expect that ever again. <laughs> we didn't expect anything then. I certainly didn't expect anything. Actually, no, this week I'll do it again, but not today. Today I just say I'm okay. How are you? I am also well, thank you. I had a great weekend. I was camping out in the woods, and now I'm back to talk some wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. So what did you guys feel about the past week in wrestling? Are you happy? Are you excited? What's going on? I think there um, was definitely some uh, some good moments, some bad moments. I think some of us maybe have one good and one bad that we uh, maybe want to share so. with the group. How was that? Was that Jason's a good segue? Rap intro. Okay? I think that was a pr- yeah. That, that's solid. good. I was hoping then Jason would lead into a rap about it. About one good, one bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want me to make the song for that? I could do that. Well, there we uh-huh. go. <laughs> I can't. But wait. Not now, though. 
No, not right now. It's fine. Well, <laughs> tune, tune in though because you might get a rap from yeah. Jason at some point about one good, one bad. Oh, sure. I could, I could put it in. I could edit it, edit it, edit it in. I could rig it. You can wriggle it in. Oh, so we wouldn't even hear it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just wriggle it right into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll wiggle it right in. The wiggler. The wiggler. The wiggler. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right close to the... Oh show, my shows, anyway. show up in different wigs every day. <laughs> Which you can't even see because this is an audio-only podcast at this time. So. But Wow. Are there any uh, drag personalities in wrestling? Is that a thing? Have we ever had a drag superstar? Uh, Gold Dust. Gold Dust, Gold yeah, that's probably the closest. Uh, no, uh, Santino Morello. Oh, yeah, Santina. Yeah, Santina. And uh, mm. someone else must have. Oh, I think um, the, the Headbangers did too. Remember the Headbangers? Yeah, but yeah, they were wearing sure. kilts. That's not. <laughs> no, I, I think. <laughs> that's I not cross That's what. <laughs> That's what they, they called them skirts, didn't they? No, that's what they normally wore, but I think they had a couple matches where they did. They were in like a, a cross-dress match or something. Oh, uh, really? Okay. I know a kilt isn't a skirt. Didn't, um... Just How- check it. He's been told didn't, many like, times. like, Howard Finkel or, or somebody compete yes. in, a, in an evening gown um, match? It was, uh, Oh, uh, oh and, uh, the, the dummies. And yeah, yeah the Stooges. Yes, yeah. The Stooges. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. They fought for their job. They fought for their job go- yeah, that's in drag. It. Exactly, so... Get in drag and fight for your job. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It was a different time back then. All right. (laughs) Oh, that's good. One up. No. One good. One down. No. That was bad. That was one bad. (laughs) It's a segment you've never heard ever seen before. We're going to up some downs. Good some bad. Jordan, who do you want to go first? Um, Who do I want to go first? Yeah. Well, it seems like you kind of run this uh, section okay, of the podcast, okay. so I was wondering this is, if... This uh, is your wrong know, I want to hear from Waxman first. <laughs> me first. Jordan Deves is... Alrighty. <laughs> one good, one bad for me. So I'll start with my one good, and this is more of a I called it moment, because what happened on Monday Night Raw last night, or last night at the time of us recording this, maybe not at the time of you listening to this, the Street Profits beat Andrade <laughs> and Angel Gar- Garza... I almost said Garcia. Uh, (laughs) Angel and Garza. Angel and Garza. And who comes out afterwards but Shinsuke and Cesaro, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It looks like we're going to have a cross-brand tag team feud. I don't think it's going to be for title unification. It doesn't seem like it at this point. And it may also be because the aforementioned Andrade and Garza looking to be split up. And I think Ivar of the Viking Raiders, he threw up the X's in his matches in his match last night, so he might be hurt. So there's not a ton of tag teams to go around. He's in DX. Yeah, he did yeah, the he DX hurt. I can. Yeah, I, he I was legit hurt. Legit hurt. He threw oh, the X up. Yeah, yeah, he was legit hurt. Um, so I think it's a great move. I like on. Um, sorry, I almost said Andrade. Cesaro and Shinsuke sort of being like that, almost like the bar, which is what the Street Profits said. So that upper. You know, we're better than you type tag team compared to the Street Profits, which obviously take that more underdog route. I think it could be a really interesting feud if done properly. I now cross my fingers that we don't see this match on SmackDown on Friday or on Raw next week. Save it till Clash of Champions. Save it till Clash of Champions, please. Build some promos. Have them come and interrupt each other if you want. Get some schmozzes if you want. Just don't have them do a tag team match in the weeks leading up to Clash of Champions. Let it be the first time. That's all I ask, so we'll see. Clash of Champions, Gold Rush. They said it 500 times in the episode, so get it right. Exactly. Okay. Clash of Champions, Gold, gold Rush, rush. Gold Bird. They said it a million That's right. times. So, um, yeah, what were you going to say, Jason? I was going to say, does this prove that there are no tag teams? They're like, all right, you know what? Yes. We're going to have to There's start them. fighting the other brand, and I think they should unify the titles because there isn't enough tag teams and no one cares. I agree. I hope they do eventually, like in the coming weeks, say, you know what? It's going to be for all the marbles because you're right. That's I think that's probably why they're also doing this. There aren't really that many healthy tag teams available at the moment on Raw or SmackDown. I can't think of any off the top of my head there's not enough there's not enough singles competitors not let too. alone tag teams so yeah give us some just a unified tag team title just like the women and i think that's plenty Thanks. for now yeah this was definitely the breakup episode eh? there's a lot of yeah uh, it was former teammates 
parting ways this episode. It was like the only thing they could come up with. I, I saw a rumor that Raw was written the same day it aired. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna leave that think, to. I don't think it was written at all. It I might not. Have. <laughs> I'll leave that to. I'll leave that to one of you guys for your one bad. But my. Like, oh man, get Shinsuke out yeah. there and uh, Maybe. His partner. His partner. <laughs> my uh, my one bad actually actually comes from NXT. NXT gets a thumbs down for me this week, and it's because Ooh. of the super hyped up main event, which was going to be a fatal four way Iron Man match, and you end it in a tie. So now we're going to have know, a per, singles match been next week. Between, it should have been overtime or like Shawn Michaels when he beat Bret Hart. Yeah, exactly. Just do something. Now, so now we're going to have another match. We're basically just going to have a singles match. They're calling it like an all the marbles match, but it's basically a singles match between Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Baby. Exactly. Thank you. For a title that should have been decided on Super Tuesday. It's 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 ridiculous to me that you build up Super this Tuesday, yeah, two. Super Tuesday two, the real one, and you build up this <laughs> never before seen stipulation. You have four of your best talents go for an hour, and you don't give us a resolution. Get one more pin in there. I don't even care who wins it. They're both good, and now you're gonna have these two guys go up against each other again next week you're jobbing out your own matches wwe i thought you were better than this but once again i am proven wrong because really did you no i, I don't i don't know why i said that <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it have been easy to actually have a definitive winner yes but keep it like really close and like it was just those two guys and it could have been one or the other but he got that last I, pin and that's why they're fighting again but we actually got a definitive winner instead of a wishy-washy, pishy I don't even care if you were going to say, let's say uh, Adam Cole pins Finn, but at, like he taps out at the same time. They do one of those really weird ones, but the ref only sees them oh. tap out. Like At least that, I know I heard Jason's reaction. At least yeah, that would I still be that. more interesting than just, oh, well, they, they both had the same amount of pins, so we're, we're going to move this to next week we're out of time it should it should have just been overtime it's pretty simple that's I, that's what it used to be I, I, is that only for singles maybe or when it's four people well, then it's never overtime. been done it's before so well it's it's funny that you bring up like odd rules like that because that's how cesaro and shinsuke showed up they said um we're enacting the cross brand promotional clause or something he said that something they announced yeah. in like so oh many years ago when they did one of these brand splits and like and this is going to be a thing but they haven't used it until yeah. now. And this is how they used it. Like, like I get that, that, that NXT... Just some, some creative guy sitting in the back has just went, oh my God, here, yeah. we've got nothing to do. Okay, oh, wait, hang on a minute. I found this in the archives. This yeah. little clause <laughs> that, remember, we said we'd use it. It was mentioned once in 2008. Yeah, it's still exactly. valid. It's canon. It's long, but... long-term, long-term bur- burking. Burking. <laughs> burking. The long Nobody can speak tonight. Burking. Nobody can speak tonight. But... I understand that NXT had some issues. Uh, Karrion Cross, they lost him last week. Uh, Keith Lee got brought up. They lost Dexter Loomis, who I still believe would have been the North American champion had he not gotten hurt. I think that was set up for him to win that. And they're sort of trying to scramble a bit, but just give us a definitive winner. After a match like that, a 60-minute match, that deserves a finality to it. So that's my thumbs down. I I usually am very happy with NXT. Not this week. So there's my one bad. Thank there you. We go. That's what we think about it. Just just <laughs> imagine imagine that you had sex for 60 minutes and then you just couldn't finish and you had to go home. You said you did that once. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did, but... <laughs> it, yeah, you said you it did was, that once. It wasn't 60 minutes. It was, it was like, six minutes. It was like yeah. eight and a half. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few weeks what? since uh, Jason's talked about his sex life on air, so... That's true. Not. Yeah, but it I, was kind of like that. It's, there's just no payoff yeah. at the end. What did I just spend 60 minutes of my time watching? For sure. Like, it was a good match. Much like sex with yeah, Jason. there you go. <laughs> what did I just spend my time doing? <laughs> so who's next? On that, let's, uh, let's jump to Jason, and uh, let's get his thoughts on one good, one bad. All right, well, let's just get the obvious out of the way. Yep. Raw Underground was mm-hmm. bad. Can you speak to the specifics of it this week, though? <laughs> what did you think of KO and Alistair Black? Oh, I, I actually, was, you know I what? I was actually excited about this coming up because we all spoke last week about how excited we were yep. for the feud between KO and Alistair Black. And the minute I saw that they were in an un- Raw Underground match together, I thought, 
Yeah. Every, it's oh, going to no. change direction of what Same. we think is happening. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think a good feud between those two uh, should go through Raw Underground at all. They should stay away from Raw Underground if they want a good story between each other. Yeah, not those and guys. And they put a commercial a commercial break in between Ugh. the small, short exchange that they had, which was actually... Shane's like, they fell out of the ring. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, and they fall, fell out of the ring, and he lost his mind. It's like, no rules, but if you fall out of the ring, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Got the commercial. And then did um, another guy beat them both up at the end? There was like, yeah, yeah, that was Dabo, 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 yeah, that's it. That was his name on uh, on NXT, I think, yeah. Yeah, but Dabo. Um, yeah, but Dabo. Yeah, so it was a slight improvement. They had the commercial break, but I said next week they should just add more commercials and get rid of it completely <laughs> just interrupt the whole thing with commercials then it would be perfect but uh yeah raw underground sucks uh i mean am i excited to see those two fight yes am i excited to see them roll around for five minutes pretending to hit each other with punches no only if it's above ground not below ground <laughs> i was um, yeah i agree i was looking yeah. forward to seeing alistair come out and explain why he's going after ko how he's feeling as now as a heel and seeing those two in an actual wrestling match, not this Yeah, fight. or a brawl yeah, backstage yeah. or yeah. anything. It didn't need to be a brawl underground, backstage like with brawl, Shane yeah. McMahon jumping around and freaking <laughs> yeah, out. It, um, it is, and, didn't, and didn't Kevin Owens insult it and be like, it's not actually underground? I'll be on underground, but it's on the main floor. How long has he been the under there? <laughs> yeah, and that small door leads to like a stadium inside. It's like, what the hell? That's yeah. true. Um... Uh, yeah, okay, so another bad. Uh, I'm going to go with the Riot Squad in two two-on-one matches against the tag team champions in which they are the number one contenders. So they could barely beat them one at a time. Why should they fight them both at the same time? And why are they happy that they won a two-on-one match? That's like for Gilbert or like... Uh, <laughs> for, for like that's for like embarrassing wrestlers, you know? Um, Very important detail. Who won the second match? You know what? I only watched the first one. I don't know who won. You know why? Because there's the a... second one was interrupted by Retribution or something. Uh, and we didn't get to know what happened. Theme song. And now. it cuts back to Michael Cole. And he's just like, oh, yeah, so uh, Retribution is this, this, and that, and blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> you know what? They probably so they realized. Didn't give a complete fuck. They realized the how other stupid. Match that was happening in the ring. Because they realized how stupid the idea was. Like, oh, just uh, forget about it. Put Retribution in there. And then Michael Cole <laughs> pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> Retribution uh, you know, with, just, a, with a graphic and production they value. They really don't care about... <laughs> to me, it's just yeah. like, it's important uh, if you're going to get behind one of these characters that you think they're not complete idiots, you know? Like, if they're just being trotted out there to fight two-on-one, wouldn't you be like, what the hell? Why are we fighting one person? Are we better than this? You know, something like that. Just some... Yeah. You know, so, whatever. That's my bad, uh, you know. And Shayna Baszler losing also was bad. She That's the only time she's lost. I think, other than uh, one other person beat her. Who was it? Didn't someone else beat her? Well, she'd been beat a couple of times, but not on yeah. Raw. By yeah. now, yeah. yeah. Not on Raw, okay. Yeah, not on Raw. But yeah, just seeing her lose, even if it is for a stupid reason. It's just, it didn't, no one won. It was a horrible segment. That's why Michael Cole pretended he didn't see it. Um, <laughs> I don't think he actually saw it, though. It's, it is Michael Cole. Oh, it's just, <laughs> um, And my good... Uh, oh yeah, my good is just going to be uh, Dominic Mysterio, just in general. Whoa. Nice, interesting. Um, Whoa! I think he did a really—he's doing better every week, and uh, he did a really good job this week. He did some spots that were fantastic and well done. Obviously, that sliding out of the ring, it's flippy power bomb through the table, which I think Rey Mysterio has done in the past. He did it really well. It was perfectly executed, and it went through a table. It was great. And the splash it, off the, of the fans. Murphy on that cell. Yeah. Yep. I think it, yeah. it is a shame that we, the first time we saw uh, Dominic was in that shambles of a match where he just got his ass handed to him and he looked really, really yeah. weak. Because if we'd seen him in a him couple of matches like what we saw this week, it, I would have been far more excited. I think I'm but getting there. I'm getting him. there now. He started as a little pish, a pish ant. Like just a little a pish, and... <laughs> yeah. nice. Uh, but I'm still not there yet. I don't know. You know what it is. I, maybe he I lost the hood. Time. He's he just needs a little bit more. Like he looks maybe a little bit more muscle or something. He just looks like 
Yeah. He just looks, I don't know. But all his technique and everything is He's good. He's still very young. It, what, Do you know, what, realistically, yeah, what so. he needs is to not be, you know, higher mid-card and raw right now. He needs to leave that storyline and go to NXT yeah. um, and, yeah. you know, develop th- this talent. I'm still happy to watch him, but as a developmental talent. I think he will. Uh, once yeah, sort eventually. of things get going again and more of the roster fills out again, I, I think they probably will quietly send him back to NXT because I, I think that's what he needs. And I think he goes there for a little bit and, and then he comes back really, really strong. And, for uh, sure. And it doesn't mean what it used to, right? Now you have Finn Balor down there, Johnny Gargano, Ciampa. Yeah, like, there's some big stars guys. down there. So is it it's a not big, like you're being sent to the minor leagues. It's a big pay decrease, isn't it? Or do they pay some people in NXT like a lot of money just like people on Raw? You're contracted, yeah. right? So you're getting paid what's oh, in your contract. Real? Okay, so regardless of what show they it put doesn't you on. get changed. They can bring you yeah. up, put you down, whatever. Yeah. So Keith Lee's still making less money, but then when he renegotiates, if mm-hmm. he stays on the main roster, I see. I suspect he will. Rookie that's contract. Interesting. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Finn Balor's probably making good money then, right? I would think so. Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, I don't think his contract changed. Okay, so that's that's really good then. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so that's my good Dominic Mysterio. That is my good, good. call. Wow. Good call. Nice. I'm surprised. That leaves us just now then with uh, myself. No, no, I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm only kidding. Brad. <laughs> All right. So my number one bat of the week should be very obvious. Can anybody guess it? Um, that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> My Barcelona top? You hate it that no, much? I, I don't. Right. You must be a <laughs> I just want to make you feel bad. <laughs> Thank you. You're one bad of the week. I'm trying to think. All yeah, right. You just say it. I can't believe this. Absolutely ridiculous. Who was the commentator on Monday Night Raw? Michael Cole. He's not supposed to be. Mr. Phillips was away. So the start of Raw comes on. I hear this voice. I go, no. Right enough. Yeah, he's on SmackDown. Yeah. No. It can't be. And Michael Cole says, Look who's filling in for the Tom Phillips. Oh, it's me, Michael Cole. <laughs> I, like, oh, I feel like he deserves more respect. He will eventually. I don't know. He He's just a, does anyone say anything nice about him ever? Listen, this is not the time for that. Shut up and stop being sensitive. Time. I have some more stuff to say about him. More bad <laughs> right? stuff. Go ahead. Like Peyton Royce delivers her finisher. I don't know what the name of it is, but shouldn't he? Because he's like, oh, a neck breaker delivered and one, two, three, and it was over. And I was like, a neck breaker delivered. It, first of all, it wasn't a neck breaker. And second of all, it was her finisher. Anyway, it was lots of stuff I oh. can say about Michael Cole. Jason doesn't want to hear it today, so maybe I won't go into it. But <laughs> No, I mean. I was definitely not chuffed to see uh, Michael Cole. Nice. Nice use of Michael Cole's your bad? Yeah. Wow. Disrespect. Mm. <laughs> yes, disrespect. Mad disrespect. What was your right. good? No love. All right, so my good of the week is Sami Zayn. I love what he's doing. I'm still interested in this. You know, it, it, it was Sami Zayn comes out, then you get Jeff, oh no, so you get Jeff Hardy, yep. then Sami Zayn, and you get AJ Styles. The three of these guys being involved in a storyline is so sick. I'm very down for this. I feel like SmackDown is turning into the more smarky show. It's on Friday night, maybe it's on a little later, I don't know. It just seems like it's catering more to Definitely what I would like. So, I mean, you got Big E, you get Paul Heyman, you got Sami Zayn. It's interesting because Raw has become almost experimental because they know Mm. they'll get viewers because it's Raw. So they go, cool, let's throw something in like Raw Underground. um, Uh, Did you guys hear that Retribution's also going to be apparently Raw exclusive? They're they're anti-WWE, but only Raw. Oh, they just can't stand Raw. Yeah, they just hate Raw now. Like so. That's Why very is that announced? That shouldn't be announced. That yeah. <laughs> I, it was like a dirt sheet thing. It was something uh, I read. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, still silly. But well, but I agree with um, the IC <laughs> title. I think this dynamic is leading to surely a triple threat, mm, which would be amazing. Which would be sick. But I, mm. I kind of also would like, a, um, as we spoke about it last week, a, a Michaels um, Razor. Esque ladder match between the, the two champion, the two true champion type thing. Yeah. Um, so either way it goes, I think it's going to be badass. It's going to be really exciting to watch. 
And I still think it's something that deserves a lot of build. You know, it's, it seems to be going quite quickly, and the match is going to happen soon. But to me, that's the type of storyline, especially if you got those three involved. Let's drag it out a little bit. But anyway, I think Sami Zayn is hilarious. Yeah. You know, he's always kicking people in the face. It's so funny. Such it's, a rat. It's 90% it's, of the reason I had to get a haircut today because I watched Raw and saw his hair and was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't cut him out looking like fat Sami Zayn. So. <laughs> there you he go. was so good. Um, I have lots of stuff written, but that's, that's enough for now. Jordan, let's hear your good and your bad. Lovely. Yeah, well, as ever, as the resident... AEW fan of the group. My uh, one good and one bad come from uh, this weekend's pay-per-view on uh, AEW All Out. Uh, I'm going to start with my good. My good is generally just the match between John Maxley and MJF. Um, I I had never seen MJF wrestle before. I'd seen a couple of spots with him and stuff uh, from before, but I'd never really watched full matches. He is incredible. Um, He seems to be taking to this character and and this type of wrestling like a duck to water. He is really, really impressive to watch, and he's still really young. Um, So he's he's just... It's funny how you let the talent do what they want to do, or or at least... He's old school with it. He stays in character. Even Absolutely. like at, at, at autograph signings and uh, and interviews oh, and nice. stuff, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, That's sick. I the fact that. that he the, the whole gimmick was him running for um, president, essentially that type <clears throat> of thing. It it just worked perfectly, and the match was so so good. There was some really good like technical spots which you wouldn't expect to see in a Moxley match, um, but you had a little bit of that and a little bit of kind of working uh, manipulation, uh, joint manipulation stuff. It was great to see. There was also a little bit, quite a little bit, quite a lot of color. Um, mm. So I don't know quite what happened there. If it was um, deliberate or perhaps maybe not, I, I'm not sure. But it was it was really well done, really really well done. I loved the match. Um, Good job for Moxley. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was impressed. I was expecting it to just be kind of one guy does the technical stuff and another guy does the I'm um, a bit crazy. But actually, there was yeah, a bit of spar back and forward, so it was good. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been very vocal about Dean Ambrose and his wrestling and everything else. I was never a fan of it, and this was a really good yeah. match. Hmm. So it goes to show you, I don't think it was him. I think he was boxed in. He, I think he definitely has a little bit more to him now in AEW, uh, and his character is a yep. little bit fuller. Because I think he, he obviously has the the limit on um, what he can say and what he could do in WWE because of the age restriction type thing. Um, so now that... It's taken time too. Because yeah. like I said, even in, when I was watching AEW at the start, I wasn't enamored with him. But he's really getting better with time and, and finding his yeah. own. It's, it's it amazing to watch. My one bad also comes from the same pay-per-view. It's such a shame because it could have been such a such a great moment, and unfortunately, it wasn't. And it's not his fault. I won't blame it on him, but it it was obviously bad. During the twenty one man casino battle royal, there was um, a debut from a gentleman called Matt Seidel, Seidel Siddle, something like that, who to me is Evan Bourne. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. Evan Bourne? Airborne, exactly. Like the coronavirus. So he he debuted on <laughs> <laughs> he uh, debuted on AEW this week. Um, came out as the twenty first man, and I was quite excited. I was, oh yeah, I remember him. He he was pretty good. He comes out, he knocks a couple of boys over, he jumps up on the top rope, and he goes to do a shooting star press, slips and lands on his neck. Oh, outside the ring or inside? Inside the ring. Oh, I thought he uh, luckily, himself. But he, he is essentially standing on the top rope about to do a shooting star press, slips on the rope as he's kind of oh. about to jump, and he just kind of gets halfway and then lands directly on his Oh, kind of like Brock, uh, Brock did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 kind of, but he didn't even make it a, a quarter across the ring. He oh literally just fell. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I can't remember who it was. Um, I think it was one of the young boys, actually, that um, 
kind of one of the the jobbers or whatever, he actually pulled himself closer to the turnbuckle at that exact moment to try and catch him. So there was a clear kind of save there. But um, yeah, it, it was, that. it's a shame. I think it could have been a really good pop for him. Um, I remember him in WWE. He was great, mm-hmm. uh, really athletic. So it, it's a shame that that's, uh, that's what happened. But that's my bad. And like I say, it's not his fault, but it is a shame that that's how that debut went. What happened yeah. after? Did he get up? Did they take him out on a stretcher? He, he, is he, he was okay? fine. He seemed to be okay. He got oh, okay. up and, and continued the match, but uh, I don't. He, he wasn't as. Um, is it like a botch you could laugh at that now that he's okay kind of thing? When when I saw it, I kind of almost got to the edge of my chair a little bit and was like, "He's out. That's him gone." Yeah. And yeah. then when he got up and started moving, I was like, "All right, okay, he's okay," but I think he maybe. A bit of a knock to his confidence in his debut, I oh think. So God, the rest yeah. of his performance was not as great. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, nice. good to see him anyway. Um, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah, interesting that none of us in our one good, one bad mentioned arguably the three biggest storylines that happened in the last week of wrestling, at least in WWE, being uh, Drew and Randy. Bailey and Sasha and Roman Reigns and uh, uh, Jey Uso. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Not sure Jey Uso is was in the match because uh, Paul Heyman just told them to put him in, right? Yeah, and Biggie yeah. got uh, beaten Roman. up by uh, good old Irish. But how do you Sheamus, how do you feel uh, about <laughs> Sheamus doing what he did to Biggie, which was horrible, right? Let's say because if you're going to take it as real, right, we're supposed to. What he did to him was absolutely horrible. Smashed him through a windshield, yeah. and then he couldn't be in the match, right? And then, like, what happened to him? Nothing happened to him. He just continued and went. went it, no, no repercussions. repercussions. He just, so why not? Why doesn't everyone do Where's, that? There's this Pierce guy. He's Adam, <laughs> Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. Yeah. Sorry, he was on. He was yeah, only on Raw. Pierce, boy. <laughs> he's but like, exclusive. Yeah, how is there all. nothing that happens to you? Why don't you just <laughs> like take a pipe and hit your guy in the in the back of the head before every match? Yeah, it's almost the same thing, uh, and sorry to jump around a bit, it's the same thing that happened when Bailey turned on Sasha. She was beating the crap out of her, oh, put she a chair on her neck. Thresh is standing her. outside the ring being like, stop that, don't do that. Yeah. And as soon as she hits it, that's when he comes in and checks on her. Meanwhile, there are already med- medics yeah. in the ring checking on her knee. They leave, mm-hmm. and then she gets, gets the crap beaten out of her, and then the ref comes in. Don't you feel it like makes that, no sense. That's what I was that takes away... It happened Orton too. this week. Yeah, it takes away. All these referees came out. A referee came out right away, waving referees over, like "Get out there, check on him." You know, I mean, like get yeah. Drew out of there. I guess the security was. Why do certain guys get? Yeah. It has, there has to be a standard. It has to always be tried to be broken up right away because that's realistic and it makes it more impactful yeah. when she she could push them away and then oh my god, slam her neck. It's like it's just so much. But if you just let her do it, it just seems so fake and concocted. Yeah. The security's security's too busy uh, watching for retribution, which is why they haven't really been. Yeah, you could have said that. Three weeks. That would have been. That would have saved it. See, Jr. Jr. in his prime would have said that probably. Oh, there's no security out here. Watching for retribution or something like that. You know. That would then I would be like okay in my brain as a fan as someone who's supposed to be watching this show to understand an answer to your question why are they letting her brutally murder her in the middle of the ring? (laughs) Yes. Before uh, before we move to. The homework. Anyway. What do you guys think of Jey Uso in the main event picture? Of who? What's the storyline here? Is oh. it he's going to lie down for uh, I yeah. guess it's like, yeah, like the a finger, family finger thing. finger poke of doom. Maybe. I'm just curious. The only reason I'm excited for it is to and, see, will he lay down? Or well, I'm, just, I'm happy someone else is getting a ch- chance, I guess. They're trying to make a new yeah, star, I maybe? Maybe they could, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess Jimmy's hurt for longer, and they got this guy who's been here for a long time, and... Why not? You know, a little like achievement. I don't think he's gonna win, but it could be interesting. He's a good wrestler. If you make if you make Jay a huge single star and he ever gets hurt, you could just swap in Jimmy <laughs> when he comes back. <laughs> you the tattoos on the that wrong would be a sick storyline. Oh my god, they've been they've been doing it all along. Uh, we didn't know. So we've got we've got some new twin, twin magic. magic again. Yeah, yeah. that'd yeah. be awesome. I had to, I hate yeah. to say it. I had to look on the actual like recap articles to see which uso it was i didn't know why they're they're identical Uh, twins they are identical twins yeah i had an argument with someone online they were like no it's jimmy 
like, well, <laughs> maybe I, it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Actually, maybe Do they know. WWE <laughs> says it's him, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they've got tattoos on the opposite sides of their shoulders, right? So, yeah. But, I, but the, the problem with that is, obvious. I don't know which one's got we the never, left we, and which yeah, one's got the right. Anyways, they've always been. Yeah, they've always been together. They never were like pushed apart and created as. You know, how can you separate them though? Like, how can you make them as singles competitors when the other one's still there? That, that's almost like really tough. Same for the Bellas. I don't think you really could, or not as easily. Nikki was able to. I well, guess. that's, yeah, that's why she got she got the boob but job. They had then you could definitely personality. Tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> that helped. There was some differentiations there, but they also like took time to build the characters over. You know. Yeah. Years yeah. exactly. We knew yeah, who Brie Bella, yeah. Botch mode was. Botch mode. We knew who Nikki was. <laughs> she would always that's scream true. before every move. Okay, that's that's Brie. It's true. The Usos never really differentiated themselves from each other. They were just the no. Usos. They did on uh, Total Divas a bit, but not everyone watches ah, that. Well, <laughs> yes. you know that's a, more viewership than that's not. It's not official canon, is it? No, yeah, I guess Total canon. Divas isn't mm. canon. That's it's like true. alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. How about Natty? Natty again this week. She wasn't your up or your good. I'm a little confused, Jordan. Because she's always my good. She's good everywhere <laughs> okay. she goes. I don't need to tell. I don't See, need to tell you. That she's good every week. I just every I just week? saw this clip of uh, Natty's Italia on TV that it's made me think of Jordan. It was like an old clip from Total Divas. Like I used to watch it when it first came out to see what it was like, and it was this scene with her and TJ, and I think it's like. She's like, oh, we haven't been intimate lately or whatever. So I'm going to be spice it up. And she walks like in front of the TV in this like really nice bikini or like lingerie or whatever. And uh, TJ just like doesn't do anything. He just ignores her and keeps watching TV. I'm like, if that was Jordan, he would have ripped everything off with his teeth. I mean, you're not wrong. Fantastic. Does uh, anyone have anything else they would like to add before we move to? uh... I do. Go ahead. Really quickly. Uh, the couple splits here. Let's go over them really quick. Uh, the Garza split. You Angel from Garza? No. Mm. <laughs> they, they, Angel and they made a big Angel deal Garcia. that he took his pants yeah. off right at the beginning of the match instead of taking them off midway through. Who's that random that girl, your... though, that is always around? The blonde girl. The blonde. The, the, uh, he... the bachelor. She gets more airtime than most of the wrestlers. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, she's, on, uh, well, she's on another show? On The Bachelor? Yeah. Did she win? Is that what you said? Yeah, she's I on The Bachelor. I've heard of that show, but I've never seen it, obviously. It's a reality show. It's yeah. A, Is this the one where they give out there. roses or something? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ah. That's why she had a rose. A couple um, of could be interesting, but they're cannibalizing the tag team division, which I don't know. Like, Can, there's yeah, it's, no it's reason gone. for those guys it's to split up. Destroy it, yeah. right? The more interesting oh. split. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So I, I've, I've just something's popped into my head. We spoke about him last week, so I wondered, where is he now, right? Did you know that Bo Dallas is still signed by the WWE? <laughs> That's yes, why I, I just saw that. Too. I was looking it up too to try to Bo find him. Believe he could. Cu- why aren't they well, using him so right now? The, the reason I bring him. it up is apparently next week on Raw there will be a friend coming to the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, oh my god! Well, I believe. Way. Oh so, my goodness, did they hear my brain? I mean, I, I, I don't think it is going to be that. Probably but not. But, would that not just uh, be the sickest way to bring Bo back? That would be pretty great. It's going to be super be Adam I think so. Postman <laughs> <laughs> Pierce. Can you please sign this? I yeah. think the more Bo interesting Dallas, split... That'd be cool. The more interesting split had to be, of course, Cedric Alexander. Oh. Turning heel. Hey, I called that. Jordan. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say. Peyton I know. I was, that, that was last week. That was a split last week. <laughs> yeah, but they fought this um, week, and well, they both they got two they jobber week. theme songs. Uh, that's it. They both got two jobber and theme they songs. And they hugged. Whatever. Um, so I guess <laughs> Cedric is the heel, and Apollo's still a face, which goes against sort of what they've been doing. I I agree with actually what yeah. Jordan said last week. The hurt business needs something else to go against. You know, they they need competition. Uh, yeah, like. I'm not saying the Hurt Business is on the level of Evolution. Evolution didn't have another faction to go against them, but Apollo and Ricochet, who hasn't done anything in since he debuted, practically, uh, and the Viking Raiders, who are now one Viking Raider, uh, the, the, the Hurt Business mm. needs something else to build their credibility and build their legitimacy. They can't just keep going against these same guys. Yeah, the, the beauty of Evolution was, yes, there was it no was other faction they went against, but I could picture every single one of them holding a title. 
Right. I, I can't picture that with yeah. the Hurt Business. Can Is there any one of them that you think would go other than... I mean, you could say Lashley, but I think he's awful. You know, is uh, there any any of them that you Shelton, think could be... Shelton, Benjamin, You know, being... tag team champions and... Not Shelton, Benjamin. No, I, Shelton, I, Benjamin I just don't believe it. Would be amazing. It, it, but he's he can't talk. Yeah, he can't talk. That's uh, that, and that's the problem. Or if he can, he could talk they don't let enough. Him. I mean, he could be like I a Bret almost, Hart champion. No, I almost <laughs> not even close. To I that. still really mic? like. Yes. I still not really like the Hurt business in general. I'm still a big fan, but I almost wish MVP was just a manager, just yeah. a, mainly a talker and not a full fledged wrestler. Make Lashley your big guy. Your your. Your, your beast, your Roman Reigns almost, to his Paul Heyman, and then Shelton and Cedric can maybe be a tag team threat or something like that. I, I don't know. Or Cedric can be a, another, like a U.S. title guy or, or something like that. They just need to all take a shuffle upward, if yeah. you will. Like, is Cedric's move the lumbar check? The lumbar check, yeah. Yes, it is. Needs a, needs a new, new name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or just a new move. <laughs> The lumbar check. No, it's got to go. A couple other things I want to say really quick before we move on to Jason's homework of the week. Uh, Orton is such a good heel. One of his best lines ever. Raw isn't long enough. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard anyone say that before. And I was like, yeah, you did. I was like, that's the best heel comment. Because he's saying that, like, it would take that long for me to say all the people's heads that have kicked off. Uh, But still, the fact that you're saying Raw should be longer... I just oh, thought it was a good, good for the for the smarks. Yeah, um, the street fight. What did you guys think of that on NXT? I enjoyed Wade Barrett on NXT. Mm-hmm. The forklift jump by Breezango. I thought that was yeah, that was interesting, good. right? Um, I wanted to shout out Candice LeRae and uh, Catanzaro. I thought that was a solid stiff match. Mm-hmm. I love when they're like in NXT. Sometimes they're trying to prove themselves. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. It makes for I like uh, I like Timothy Thatcher on NXT. Also, I know he his gimmick is basically yes. just a, a guy who wrestles. But I think you need a good Fine. like sort of how do I say it? straight man uh, nope. on, on. No, you don't like him. No, he reminds me of Drew Gulak, <laughs> and we all know I hate Drew Gulak. Uh, uh, <laughs> Drew Gulak had an appearance on television this week. Uh, sort yeah, of. That's yeah. a shame. But um, I should have been your your down of the week. Your bad. I of like week. Thatcher just sort of as you know. Again, I don't think he's going to be anything exciting or super mind blowing. But I kind of just he could be a solid mid, low mid, maybe occasionally going into the upper. Just a no nonsense guy, a, a Euro champion who peeks out as intercontinental champion. Yeah, a guy who just path. you need him to go in and <laughs> wrestle a good match with somebody. He, he's I, your guy. A Christian. A Christian yeah, with, less, yeah. chari- with less charisma. With less charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Captain I still don't, I still don't trust anybody that doesn't wear knee pads. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Jordan doesn't like people with no gimmicks and no knee pads. Yeah. That's mm. well, you need you a do need a, some sort of gimmick, and so just being a good wrestler is a not a not a gimmick, which is also probably why uh, CM Punk never resonated with me in his oh. best wrestler in the world. Wow, phase. he was yeah, more I'm than bringing just... it back. Yeah, yeah the let's, gimmick. Let's not get into that. Do All we? right, we won't yeah. get into that. But all right, let's get in to Jason's homework of the week. Jason's homework of the week. Nice pause there for. Uh, yeah, uh, very nice. Nice. <laughs> well, you guys are professionals. I love it. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, not you know, not according to the botches this week, and not according not. to Jason's pause of dead air that he just gave us there. But Jason, why don't you bring us? <laughs> That's where the song is coming you in. To announce it. Oops. <laughs> it's your homework. <laughs> yeah, but I never did my homework. Um. Uh. Yeah. So the homework this week was for each of us to share with each of us our top four. <laughs> spots of all time like big time spots like going through tables chairs uh thumbtacks all sorts of things stuff like that your four favorite Anything that made you mark out yeah of all time and i'm gonna go first oh because yeah, i'm sure you guys have some of this stuff and i'm gonna the get it in before reason, you. the only time he's gonna go first <laughs> he doesn't want i his. knew it <laughs> it's because he doesn't want to lose out on his on his but i do have backups but whatever biggest rat. um sean michaels a Jace. I don't have any Shawn Michaels. I could have, but I don't. No one uh, will. Uh, <laughs> I have one. You know what I found was interesting is Edge was in a lot of the ones I was thinking of. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, yep. So, yeah, speaking of Edge, number four for me is when Edge speared Mick Foley through the flaming table, WrestleMania 22. When yep, uh, a, Mick Foley, because he's so amazing, arguably top ten. That's my number two. He decided to he decided to you know elevate Edge a little bit more, make him hardcore, and uh, that table spot will be remembered forever. <laughs> it worked. Yep. Um, yep. number three, I'm gonna shout out my man uh, Shelton Benjamin again, and it is when he, in WrestleMania 21, I think he did it at another WrestleMania, but this was the first time I believe when he ran up the ladder. That yep. was kind of nice. leaned on the ladder in the middle of the ring, and he so, clotheslined, I think, Jericho off of it. And, uh, you know, money it, in the bank. he just made spots like that mm-hmm. look so effortless. He's a genius yep. in the ring. I loved him so much. But like Brad said, unfortunately, he was a little bland on the mic and didn't have an amazing character, right? But in the ring, he was, he was incredible. Unbelievably yeah. so. Yeah. No doubt. Can't argue with that one. Um, Love his in-ring work. I think number it's tough, man. This is tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two. You're supposed to have your list ready. I have a list. I just don't know which one. To, it was tough to choose. Put it in for. order before the show, you jobber. I can't choose. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna go with number two is when Kurt Angle uh, overhead suit uh, overhead suplex <laughs> belly to belly belly to overhead belly to belly. Uh, Shane McMahon through the plain glass window or ah, it did, he I did. actually forgot about the that plain glass yeah. right out the plane <laughs> <laughs> you mean the plexiglass no, I don't know like he he tried it it was at when was it it was at uh, King of the King Ring 2001 and uh, the first attempt I forgot was, about that you know what when he didn't go through it it was more dangerous obviously than when he was supposed to go through it he landed on his head the first time and he's just like no throw me through throw me get me through he did whatever he had to do to make sure his ass went through those uh, yeah. plexiglasses or whatever it is and then he did it on the other side too so that was pretty crazy that's one of my uh, extras if someone took one of mine so yeah and i might as well get the most obvious and the greatest moment in the history of the wwe out of the way yep when the undertaker threw mankind off the top of the hell in a cell also as a, a point or an a and a b to this one magnificent moment when he went through the, the ring and his teeth came through his nose, which I don't think was on purpose. Uh, this has been talked about I a million it. times. I just, I got I had to say it. It's obvious. Someone had to. I think it's the greatest moment in the history of WWE. Everyone knows about it. And uh, Mick Foley is a legend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you can, you can have a full list of Mick Foley on his own. Really. Yeah, honestly. It's so many of those. Greatest moment in WWE history. Well, it's stupid. Hey, but it, I understand it's I'm, one of the most famous. Well, and it was number one on my list. Okay, <laughs> so that's wasn't different. on my list because I knew somebody <laughs> else would say the, it. It's not the I don't greatest think moment gonna, of all time. Like I think it is one of the most iconic that no. everybody. Okay, fine, knows the most about. iconic moment, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's Everyone. up there. It's not more iconic than the Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, because he fell off of the cell. Come yeah. On. That's that's something that everybody knows about. It's Even people t- who are not wrestling hates fans McFoley. know it's proven it's this on record. <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy to say it's the greatest moment in WWE it history. Set the tone that's, for it's not true. Hell in a Cell matches. It, it created <laughs> yeah. a, like it was. It, it wasn't even the end of the match. It's one of the things that happens in the match. It would and be in for terms anyone of else. OMG spots. It's the number one OMG spot of all time. I, I agree. I think you can argue, but not the greatest moment in wrestling history. It's arguable that it. No, I think so. that's a, that's a good debate for. Our, for another day, perhaps. Yeah. Yes. We're going to argue greatest moments in wrestling history. Oh, dear. We could. We could. That'd but, uh, yeah, my list is complete. Number one. Uh, over Shawn Michaels over Brad Since at Brad wants to bark, cool. uh, he can go next. Mm. All right. Here we go. I'll do it quick. We're dragging on. Jason takes a lot of uh, the attention. Because <laughs> so. you were barking. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Diesel... Versus Brett, Diesel. Survivor Series, 1995, the first time we all got to see someone go through the announce table. Believe it or not, hmm. it's one of the craziest things. Diesel bumps Bret Hart off the apron in classic Brett fashion. It's not going to be off the top rope. It's not going to be off the top of anything. Just off the apron. Goes through the Spanish announce table. The first time we've seen that. And Diesel looks at Brett like, 
oh my god, Diesel. what have I done? Have I killed Brett even though I hate him? Did, did I really want to do that? It's a great moment. I thought it was fantastic. I remembered it from when I was a kid. That's going to be my number four. At least number say three. his name right. Pardon me? Diesel? At least say his... Diesel. 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 I was trying, to, I was trying cool. to say it funny because I couldn't remember what those guys say. They say Diesel. They say Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> so number three was going to be Edge Spears McFoley through a flaming table, WrestleMania 22. It's one of the first ones that I thought of, the first ones that came to mind when I thought of this list. I was like, I remember that moment so well. It was like, holy shit, oh my God. Like, that's yeah. one of those moments, right? So I put that. Number two, a moment that sticks out so vividly in my mind, and I'm so happy that his name was brought up today. Evan Bourne is involved in this one. Oh. The Shooting Star RKO. Yeah. The I Shooting Star KO. It was so sick. Airborne is coming. You think he's going to beat Randy Orton? Like, what? And I know it's even, it's just a match on Raw. But the fact that he turns around and gives it that RKO was just one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And I love it so much. So that's going to be my number two. Great call. Great call. And of course, number one, The Undertaker throws mankind off Hell in a Cell, King of the Ring, 1998. And that's my list. It's a good one. Nice. All right. Who's uh, next? Uh, next is Jordan. Yeah. All right. Okie yeah. doke. I maybe um, I maybe took the homework slightly differently. Good. Um, I've gone for uh, deliberately bumps stuff okay. that when I've watched it, I've went, wow. Yeah, that's, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, um, that's reasonable. In at number four, and this is. This is an interesting one, I think. Sin Cara with a Salida del Sol off oh, the top of a ladder. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At TLC. After all yes. those botches, he finally hit a big one. And that yeah. was, that was a good, one to hit. Yeah. That was a very good, good one. Good call, Jordan. Uh, oh, no, Sin sorry. Cara. Did I say Sin Cara? My apologies. It's Kalisto. It's oh, Kalisto. <laughs> sorry, my apologies. I, I, I botched well, my own number. Tricked us all. I would have, I believe In that. honor of the legend. Sorry, my so. apologies. It's Kalisto. Um, Kalisto, Kalisto with a Salida del Sol on, uh, I think it's Jey Uso, uh, off the top of the ladder, through another ladder. Uh, Sin Cara is involved in that because the minute he hits the ladder, the ladder splits in half. Sin Cara yeah, then does off. a swanton bomb <laughs> off the top rope onto um, the same Uso. Crazy. Um, so yeah, I remember watching that and thought that's just ridiculous. So yeah, please go and watch it. TLC, yes, one of the years. One. I can't remember which one. I want to find that. It's great. Um, number three. Uh, oh, number three. <laughs> I've got so many written down. I'm just uh, trying to pick at the last minute. It's so Scottish. Number three. WrestleMania 31. Ladder match for I think the IC title. Ambrose gets power bombed by Luke Harper through a ladder oh, on the outside yeah. of the ring, and basically lands on his head. Yeah, it was outside, right yeah. during the day. Outside yeah. the ring onto yeah. the ladder. Yeah, it's insane watching it. When I look back, I remember thinking because I think that particular mania was probably about the time where I had just gotten back into wrestling, you know, fully. And this was like the first pay-per-view that I thought, right, I'm going to sit and watch this live and, you know, whatever. And that was the, I think it was the first match on the card. First match, I remember thinking, this is ridiculous. What are, yeah, what am I watching? It was the same mania with um, Sting and Triple H, which. Wow. Wow. I think Daniel Bryan won that match, I think. He did, yeah. Yeah. Boom. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two. Number two is a classic. It's the first time it was ever done. It's been done a bunch of times since then, and it's not as good as the original. Uh, Brock Lesnar superplexing Big Show from the top rope and destroying the ring. Mm-hmm. Yes, unforgettable. I remember watching that as a you know a teenager or whatever, and just being like, "That's ridiculous." Watching the ref do like a backflip over the top rope and out of the ring as well. I'm thinking he's even that's impressive. Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely got to be up there as one I'm sure of we my. We all thought OMGs. of it recently 
with the For recent sure. attempt to do the same thing. Well, this is it. Charles Robinson did the same bump. Same yeah, bump. exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I've funny. seen it so many it's times now, and it's yeah. always like, yeah, cool, but it's not as good. It's never as good. So yeah. first time, um, first one was definitely the best, and my number one. And I'm surprised nobody said this so far. We've still got oh, one one jobber to go. But <laughs> Shane McMahon oh, falling no, from the Titantron versus Steve oh, yeah. Blackman. Yes. Hit him with the yeah. kendo stick. He hit so him with good. the kendo stick a bunch of times and then he just goes, ah, that's me, I'm dead. And it just kind of... Uh, it just falls off. He's To that point, he's holding on perfectly. He's like, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. letting go, I'm not letting go. And just apparently one extra hit was too much for him. He just sandbags it after and he that. Just, yeah, exactly. He sandbags it and just collapses like a sack of Shane, potatoes. Yeah. Shane's got a, he's done a few of those crazy ones. He yep. has done a few, but that was the first one that I remember watching yes. and thought, whoa. whoa. Again, <laughs> the same as the superplex that's been done again since, but that was the first one I remember seeing. So there you go. There's my list. Well done. Great list. Okay. Last but up. not least. Hey. Wax. So Mamba. All right. So I will, again, I'll, I'll make this uh, short and sweet, but my number four also does not involve any weapons, and it happened on a regular Raw, and it was Shelton Benjamin springboarding off the ropes into a super kick, or a switch in music, I should say, oh. excuse me. From Shawn Michaels. Classic. It was not only the moment itself, but the culmination of what was an amazing match. It was like yeah. in 2006 mm-hmm. on a random Monday Night Raw. I got the GOAT after he pinned <laughs> Shelton to like look at him and like be like, damn, you know, you, you kept up with me. Like that. that Ray Mysterio was in that match. What there. do you mean, GOAT? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. At the little, Four little... Jobbers Twitter. Go ahead, check it out. There's a lot of people debating yes. that Ray Mysterio. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. If I've never heard that us, before. Let but us the know. If you disagree, stand up he's, for us. He's not super far down the list, but I wouldn't put him in my 10. Anyway, Shelton on uh, HBK or HBK on Shelton, that would be my number four. Just also being like, oh my God, that's how it ends. Of course, it's a fitting end to an amazing match that was. Um, it was in the Raw intro video for years after that, actually. Mm-hmm. Just that specific mm-hmm. uh, switch in yep. music. My number three also includes Shelton Benjamin, and it was going to be Shelton Benjamin running up the ladder to clothesline uh, Chris <laughs> Jericho. But I have another Shelton moment, another Money in the Bank at WrestleMania moment, and that's why you put this guy in this match. He's one of the best in-ring competitors ever. If you just go on in-ring athleticism and ability. It was Shelton Benjamin at the top of a ladder, and I think Carlito and Matt Hardy come and push the ladder over. He goes head over heels off the ladder onto another ladder that was between the ring and the... Uh, barricade back first it was such a bump that i think even carlito and matt had to look for a moment to make sure he wasn't dead yeah. uh it, he was just the ladder broke under his weight and his velocity it was insane imagine being shelton knowing you're gonna take this bump and it's Monster. gonna hurt like hell and it's one of those moments where if anyone comes at me and says wrestling is fake i show them that clip and it's like how do you fake that <laughs> you can't you can't fake that look at the talent that, that still match. hurts in a ladder oh, match, oh, yeah. a tables that, match, and a like one of the match. first times they went through a ladder, like a table, remember? And then like with some of them, you could see like sawdust coming out of them. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Wood, like the wooden, wooden ladders. ladders. I remember yeah. being young yeah. and being like, "What are these wooden ladders?" Now, my number, my number two. I had didn't this one. I actually did not see live, but the first time I saw it, I still couldn't believe what I was seeing, and it was Triple H giving Mick Foley a pedigree. Onto thumbtacks oh face first. Mm. Usually, right when the thumbtacks come out, it's going on your back. Your back. It's a lot yeah. safer. But as we know, Mick Foley is not a normal human being. <laughs> Mick Foley is a glorified stuntman. He's amazing. I love him. And so he's just going into those thumbtacks face first. He comes out. He's got them all over his face. He looks like a Hellraiser almost from uh, from that movie. And it, it, it's insane. I I, I still. St- squirm and get squeamish every time i see that i I just can't believe that and even triple h like going legs and knees first into it that was insane back in the uh very hardcore days of wwe and number one i also can't believe nobody said this maybe because you knew i was going to put this as my number one it is edge spearing jeff hardy as jeff hardy was hanging from the title belts in midair that is still 
for me, that was my first really, oh my God moment. Mm-hmm. I, and I grew up being a fan of ENC and the Hardy Boys and the Dudleys. And just seeing a moment like that, it's like, of course these guys put that show on and it was just amazing. Uh, it still lives up. It's, it's For me, I think it's got to be a top three spot in wrestling history, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Not, I, well, I, yeah. I, yeah. I had yeah, it, so, but I went with uh, the Shane Angle one just because I saw that live. I didn't see the um, the, the Edge Spear live. So, But it is like That's fair. iconic. Everyone knows it. You didn't see it yeah. live? And I... No, I don't think I saw it. That was WrestleMania 17. I don't think I saw it live. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't put uh, Undertaker and Mankind for that same reason. I knew somebody else would mention it. Of course it's up there for me. I just wanted some yeah. variety in our lists. Yeah, I had to... So, I've like, heard that it is the spice of life. So. <laughs> nah, there we go. <laughs> I knew you were going to go with that. Didn't want to go with it. Even though I knew other people would probably have Mankind off the top, I had to put it. Because it's number one for me. I remember it so vividly. Had to do it. Yeah. Of course. Well, oh my God. And the call on it, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. He killed him. Like, oh, the call. Yeah. So many of these are enhanced call. by Jim Ross's call, by the way. God, For my sure. witness. Yeah. That's a lost One thing we had discussed before uh, was we could probably do a top four Mick Foley bumps. Yep. Yeah, um, there are that many. Edge. That Jeff were Hardy. Just, Jeff yeah. Hardy, too, has a lot. Yeah. So... There, there, there are so many spots to choose from. It is very difficult to, you know, rein it into um, four. But I'm, I think we, we've managed to cover some good ones there. So I hope, Jason, I hope you're happy with our homework this week. Uh, yeah, you guys get a C plus. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But, C plus um, players. I just want to add one that I had written down, see if you guys remember it. Um, John Cena, F U to edge of off the top of the ladder through two tables. I have it yeah. written down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember that one live too. That's good. Because their feud was one of my favorite feuds of all time. Those two together, legendary. Underrated. That was very good. That was definitely an edge decision and not a Cena decision. Put me through two tables. Yeah. Uh, One that almost made my list, and I I took it off at the last minute because I think it's more an OMG moment, not because of the spot itself, but because of the end result. And it's Brock Lesnar doing the shooting star press press. on Kurt Angle. I I had that as well. That's oh my god mat. for a different reason. Yeah, <laughs> I think onto the again mats, though exactly. that's one of those ones that it's only, you know, holy shit or oh my, you know, OMG or whatever, because of what happened afterwards. Because we know what the I the th- result of it was. But yeah, I absolutely. think if he hits it, it still is up there. It's just yeah, up there for yeah, a different true, reason. Because you don't see a guy that big moving like that, and we knew he could do it. He's he was capable of doing it. It just happened to miss it. Rikishi yeah. off the yeah, cell. It, is when you could do oh, it. Oh, when you got, tossed, guys, yeah. you got tossed under the truck, yeah. Taker through four tables. Yeah, he got pushed mm-hmm. off, yeah. He went through the quad. That was pretty sick. Yeah. No one picked anything from ECW. I was going to say, we didn't touch on ECW. We didn't touch oh. on any ICW. We didn't touch on anything too extreme because we didn't touch anything yeah. New Jack. New Jack. New, new Jack. You can new Jack know. hit his head on the concrete <laughs> and, like, Brain what? fluid was coming out. Brain fluid. Oh, that, guy. that guy was crazy. I think he, he someone in the ring. Murder people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He tried, he tried he to kill a couple list. people. Yeah. yeah, New Jack. New Jack can write a novel, I yeah. think, of, of New Jack moments. I'd read it. I think he has. Yeah, I'd read it too. He probably has, yeah. So we could obviously keep going yes. on and on about bumps. But I wanted, just before we wrap up for the week, I just wanted to bring something to your attention viewers and jobbers viewers listeners rather hmm. next week's a bit of a special week for us isn't it yes next mm-hmm. week we i was going to say our first technically it's not our first guest because we had a guest before uh but in the new run of episodes we have our first guest coming on our podcast let's fucking go yeah Hi. um it will be revealed who our guest is on our social media so i'm not going to release it here uh so if you want to know more please look us up at the four jobbers on twitter and instagram uh and you will find out who our guest is going to be it should be a good conversation um Mm -hmm. i think it will be pretty exciting um he he, he's a close he's a good friend of mine i've known him for a long long time huge wrestling fan and knows uh, knows a couple of people in the biz himself, so uh, it should be quite exciting next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. 
All right. Well, is there anything else you guys <laughs> want to close with for this fantastic episode? No. Nope. All right. Well, uh, no. Keep on jobbing in the free world. <laughs> keep on jobbing in the free world. Are you gonna write a rap for keeping on jobbing? Keep on. Jobbing. Uh, no, for uh, one good, one bad. Maybe. I want two raps. I want one, one about one bad, good, and one about bad. <laughs> one about good and one about bad. Bret Hart is bad. He's not very good. <laughs> Bret Hart is worse than shouting on the mic. <laughs> Completely ridiculous statements. Yet again, I don't think uh, it's that ridiculous. Com- no, you underrate Bret Hart on the mic way too much. Go I don't watch. think Go anyone watch. does. Go watch. <laughs> No, you've wow. realized that your opinions can be crazy because there's people out there that say Rey Mysterio think, is no the greatest one WWE wrestler of all time. So, maybe your yeah, opinion on Bret Hart mine, is completely ridiculous. Mine's not that crazy, though. It's just like he's not it's good on the crazy. mic. Shelton Benjamin know, being better than Bret on the mic? Come on. Come on. So it's, the same, it's the same thing. Bret understands like, his character meh. so well. Even if it was ratty, they were still good. And sometimes racist, homophobic. But Quite often yeah. racist and maybe so. yeah. <laughs> Through a different lens, maybe, yeah. But back then, things were different. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. This <laughs> has been another lens. episode of the Four Jobbers Problematic Podcast. I'm sure no one listens this far into it anyway. So, if you want to reach out to us, hello at the Four Jobbers. Or at the Four Jobbers on Twitter and Instagram, as Jordan has said. For the Wax Mamba. For the Body from Kirkati. And for They Hate Jason, I am Ginger Heat. Thank you for listening. The Wriggler. (laughs) (laughs) Goes through the Spanish announce table.